Hey, 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 it's Just Call Me J. Nicole, and I have something interesting to talk about, like always. For me, it's um, early because I am on summer break. I won't call it vacation because we have gone absolutely nowhere. Yet at 10.50, it feels really early to me because we stay up all night and then we sleep late. And when we get in, it's really more like mid-morning, close to being um, lunchtime. But nevertheless, I'm up. And every time I've tried to start on my recordings, guys, um, I've gotten a couple of different phone calls. I'm getting some things um, wrapped up before the end of the summer and before my oldest son, um, a.k.a. hashtag my heart, gets ready to transition into the next level of life. So anyhow, my interesting thing for you guys today is about expectations. And I know you guys are like, okay, what about them? Well, in order for someone to live up to your expectations, you need to communicate those things with them, correct? I hear that, I see the head nods and I can hear people saying, yeah, Okay, so you guys are following. Well, what happens when you don't communicate expectations um, to those people who you are expecting to live up to those expectations? Is it their fault that they didn't reach out to you and try to see what your expectations are? Is it your fault that you didn't communicate those things to them? Or is it both parties' fault that you guys didn't sit down and have a conversation of sorts to properly discuss each other's expectations? And it can be something as simple as you giving instructions or you setting expectations of what clean looks like for you as a parent to your children. It can be something even more extravagant or, or bigger for lack of a fancy word, it can be that you are in a relationship and you guys are in so deep, so to speak, but neither one of you guys have pretty much said or talked about expectations that you would like to have met um, in the relationship. So a perfect example of such would be before I got married, I oftentimes looked at the relationships that were around me that were marriages, and those were my parents and my grandparents. And I'm a huge journaler. I write down everything. I have 100 million journals. None of them are filled to capacity. Lots of blank pages. But each one of them actually they serve a different purpose. Nevertheless, none of them are filled, but when I come across something that I feel like I need to write down, I do so. So growing up, I actually would see the things that my parents would do, and I would take note, literally, pen to paper, and say, those are some of the things that I want to make sure that I do as a parent, or those are things that I hate and don't want to do as a parent. Um, and, and so that moved forward into the relationships that I saw, the things that I would like to have within my relationship, things that I would not like to have, the things that I saw that my dad did that I so longed for 
to have in my relationships and the things that my the females did and I said that oh that's you know I, I see how their spouses responded when they did this this good thing or that bad thing or just things in general and I literally write those things down however my demise or my shortcoming was when I got into the relationship that led in, uh, into a marriage, into my marriage, I did not reflect back on those things that had become my expectations for a marriage. I was in the cutesy, warm feeling, fuzzy stage, and I just went with it. And we never sat down and had real conversations about our expectations of what a marriage looks like. I do know that I've talked to my husband um, when he was my boyfriend and some of the things that should have been red flags to me that says, okay, we should sit down and have a real conversation. I did not. And it's not that they were negative. It was just like, well, why would he not see this? I remember my husband then boyfriend telling me that he never thought that he would get married and he definitely knew he was going to have children, but he, he just never thought that he would get married. And for me, I always knew that I was going to get married and I knew that I was going to have children. And so those things were not parallel or didn't align with what he actually saw for his future. And I proceeded into the relationship, nothing bad, but I proceeded without having a further discussion of those things. Like, why don't you see um, marriage for yourself? Because it actually should have been like, okay, we the buck stops here. Like, we shouldn't probably move forward. If you don't see yourself getting married, and I see myself getting married, those, you know, it's gonna bump heads. So moving forward, we just glazed over those things. And oftentimes in relationships, in all relationships, um, not even just um, dating or marriage, it can be parenting, it can be um, in a corporate setting or in a work environment that you glaze over the things that are red flags and you don't set a tone for like this or these are the expectations um, that I am looking for what are the expectations that you are looking for in your work environment before you are hired you have an interview and the interview is sort of a presentation of their expectations for you then you get a CV um, and it goes over like the general expectations of the job um, to be on time. And these are the things that you are going to be responsible for um, as part of your job. Why is it that in other areas we don't conduct a quote-unquote interview of sorts? We don't have those types of conversations to see what the other person's expectations are and, what, and, and state what our expectations are for that other person so that if things don't jive, um, well, at that point, should we move forward or how can we move forward or how can we 
figure out how to communicate those things and align things in our lives so that both parties are getting what they're expecting. Sometimes you will have to, and I hate to use the word settle, but I will use the word compromise. Sometimes you will have to compromise, especially when it's in a relationship. Um, Had I known that my husband didn't like to do toilets, I would have definitely said, I'll do the toilets if you wash, dry, and fold all the laundry, because I absolutely hate doing laundry. I'll put it in. I'm waiting for someone to create a machine. My sister and I were just talking about this, where I can put the clothes in, and it will wash them, dry them, and fold them. And all I would need to do is show up to get the folded clothes and put them away, because I'm great at putting it away. All those other things from beginning to end, I'm not so good at. And I'm, I'm all right with that. I know where my shortfall is, my shortcomings are, and whatever. Do my clothes get cleaned? Yes. Do they get folded? Eventually. Do they get put away? When I'm folding them, they get put away. <laughs> so there you have it. But have we had simple conversations about expectations? Um, a lot of the trauma that we've gone through, a lot of the petty quarrels that we've had could have been avoided. So now moving on into the reason why I'm even here to talk about expectations. So my oldest son, my AKA my heart, um, it will be leaving shortly. And I think there is some fear and trying to find the, the right right word, I, I, not just fear, but the, the fact that he's leaving does not sit right or it, it's becoming extremely and totally real for dad, okay? For me, I'm a realist at this point and I knew that this day would come. I am looking forward to the day, not because he's gonna leave, but I'm just like, wow, I raised a whole human and he is like, fucking it up like on a good note I'm sorry to use the f word but I mean like he is doing extremely well guys I could not be more proud of how things have turned out for him so with that being said I have I'm very lighthearted when it comes to his departure yeah it's going to be some days when I'm just going to be like dog I wish my son was here but we have such an excellent relationship and I've set up expectations and have discussions about expectations with him that I feel comfortable with him leaving my house to start the next phase of life. I also know that I see him do the things that I expect of him. And so I'm not fearful that he does not know what to do. On the other hand, Dad is not dealing with it so well, and I'm not throwing Dad under the bus. I'm just being real again. And instead of him setting expectations, um, what he does is like tell you, I don't like this or this is not done properly, and then he walks away. And so this morning I had a conversation because the boy stayed up until roughly 3 o'clock this morning, and they were cleaning because they had their items taken away that they're their phones, their game consoles, and computers taken away. And he said that it was up to them when they were going to eat in the back. So the boys were working on it, and I don't go behind them and be like, okay, you need to do this, you need to do that, because 
it was not I who took away the things. I honored what he said, what the husband said, which was they can't have him back until they've done what they needed to do. And it was up to them. But I called him this morning. I'm like, okay, babe, what all do they need to do so that when I'm looking at them do stuff, I know that it's done. Because what I don't want to do is be here and I see them doing things and it seems like they're doing the things that he wants and then he comes home because what will happen is that I become the blame. Like, you didn't have them to do this. I was like, I don't know what the expectations were. And I'm just being real, guys. I'm very open and candid about my relationships, the moans, groans, trenches, the high notes, the heeltops, the the peaks, the, the good parts. But I'm very transparent at this point in my life because whatever. Um, so me not knowing and him not sharing what the expectations are, I feel like is the demise to not just my boys getting everything accomplished that they need to get accomplished, but it sets me up for failure as well. And it sets it up where there will be argument later. And at this point in my life, I don't have time for arguing over stupid stuff. I will totally walk away from it and be like, you know what? Whatever, dude. My mom told me a long time ago, someone can't argue by themselves. So guess what? If I'm not going to argue with you and I leave, the conversation is over. So I was hoping that the conversation would lead to him saying, well, I wanted them to get da 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 done because then I would have set forth the expectation of what they needed to take care of so that when he got home, it was a two-four. They had taken care of what he wanted and they would be able to get their devices back. I'm not very pressed on them getting their devices back, but what I do want is harmony in my home. I want peace in my home. And if I can help navigate that peace into my home, I would prefer to do that as opposed to having a minefield so that when dad steps in if he if he steps into this role boom there goes something that he didn't like or they didn't do and that starts very heated and passionate I'll say passionate passionate discussions about what they didn't do and then I would not be looked at as the culprit for not getting things done I know that was a lot in one gulp but it's I'm being real I would prefer to have zen. I would prefer to have peace. And if I can do that and I can help navigate that, I'll be that navigator of peace. I'll be that door of those things to make things filled with zen, however you want to put it. But if we don't set up the person to know what our expectations are when they fall short, it's our fault because we didn't communicate that with them. And it also is their fault that they didn't say, well, dad, can you let me know what needs to be done? Can you look at what I've done so far and let me know what else you want me to get taken care of? Because I feel like if the person who does not know what your expectations are comes to you and they're seeking knowledge on what your expectations are, they're opening up and they're willing to meet your expectations. 
But both parties have to be willing participants. You can't go in it half-hearted. You can't go into it halfway. Have you ever played double dutch? If you put one leg in or if you were the, the rope turn, if you only turned one rope, well, guess what? You're only jump roping. You're not double dutching. If you only put one leg in, guess what? You stop the movement of the ropes. Why would you do either one of those things if you're trying to meet expectations and tell people what your expectations are so that they can meet those expectations? So you guys go ahead and ponder. Give me some feedback. What is your intake? Your intake, Lord Jesus, I feel like I'm in the hospital. What is your take on expectations? Do you feel like it is your responsibility to communicate what your expectations are, the other person's responsibility to say, hey, what are you expecting? Or is it on both parties to really communicate and say, okay, these are the things that I'm expecting. Here's how I can I can try to meet them. I may fall short. Da 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 da. Just start a conversation. So hit me up, give me your info, um, your input rather. And I look forward to hearing from you guys. You can comment below. You can hit me up on social media. Um, on IG, I'm just call me the letter J, Nicole, N-I-C-O-L-E. I am on Anchor now. I will also have this on Spotify. I'm so happy about that. And um, until next time, guys, this is just call me J, Nicole, and I'm out. <laughs>